Hey everybody, thank you for joining us for today's episode of Real Estate Disruptors. Today we have my great friends Pace Morby, Jamil Damji, repeat offenders for this show. They've got three three people over here. Wow, and we got bro. a very special message today. If this is your first time tuning in, I am Steve Trang, broker and owner of Stunning Homes Realty, founder of the Offer Fast Homes app, the only MLS for off-market wholesale properties. And I'm on a mission to create 100 millionaires. So if you'd like to join us, let's follow us connect on Instagram at Steve.Trang. If you're excited for today's show, please give me a wave, give me a thumbs up. And as a friendly reminder, I don't charge a dime for this show. I don't make any money doing this. So here's all I ask. This is what it costs for you to listen to this show. I've been advised by a consultant I need to get the 500 five-star reviews on iTunes to hit some of my crazy goals. So please do me a favor, go into iTunes, subscribe, and give a five-star review. And if you can, if you can write what you like about the show, that'll be even better. This is a live show. Uh, Pace and Jamil have agreed to be completely vulnerable and transparent. 100%. Um, so ask your questions <laughs> for them to answer. You ready? I'm ready, man. All right. So uh, I guess we'll just start off right off the bat. You know, uh, I just waking up this morning, I saw a whole bunch of posts about collaboration. And there's the, cl the hashtag collaboration. Right. Can I jump into that real quick? Do it. I'm looking right at you. So yesterday, Jamil was on a show. He was mm -hmm. actually on Antoine's show. Amazing. Did a great job. Both of you guys you. did a really good Thank job. You. But Jamil said something really specific. He said, if you have a problem with somebody making money or them taking care of their family because it was a deal that you should have got in your mind, you need to change your heart. And it, I knew we were coming on the show to talk about this. Mm -hmm. But it just impacted me so hard this morning and I was looking at a couple of things and I just started looking. Actually, you know what I looked for was I looked at our photo in Dallas where he was, you were wearing your suit, you were looking yeah. sharp. Thank you. And I was looking for that photo and through that I started looking at all these people that we get to hang out with and we get to collaborate and do deals with. And I'm like, these are technically my competitors. I yeah. I was so blown away by it that I just decided to blast all over Instagram and mm -hmm. just tell everybody, technically these are our, these are my competitors, but together because of the way we actually act, not like competitors, mm -hmm. but we actually make money together. And then when we ran together, I told you, there's no, no doubt you made me a million dollars plus this year just because of who you are. Wow. That's crazy, but you're my competitor. Yeah. Absolutely, we're competitors. So that was the reason I blasted Instagram and I was talking about collaboration and all that stuff besides the fact of, of what, why we're here. We were actually were competing on a deal not that long ago. Oh yeah, you called me, I was in uh, West Palm Beach and you said, we have a problem. Right. <laughs> you know who doesn't have a problem there? Keegley, because we'll get to sell it. Oh! <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. That's, that's right. beautiful. Uh, but, you know, in the grand scheme of things though, right? Like, I mean, how many transactions are you doing? How many transactions are we doing? Yeah. And that's the first time that we've ever actually bumped into each other, right? Talking to the same homeowner. Really good point, right? So I think that's something that, to put perspective, there's, we always say there's more than enough opportunities out there, right? And well, that's the reason why we act the way we do. What was crazy about that as well is that when you called me and you said, "Hey, we have a problem," because we have a loving relationship, we truly did have a problem, mm -hmm. but we worked it out with a five-minute phone call, and right. at the end, everybody wins, everybody's happy, yep. right? Whereas when there's other people in town that are not, they don't have the collaboration heart, yeah the phone there is no phone call yeah it's just lawyers and this and that and animosity and mm -hmm. whatever blocking each other on instagram and facebook and that really is not the nature of our city yeah right Phoenix, city of phoenix is a completely different city and so it's fun to be able to have those phone calls and solve stuff in one phone call and what's mm -hmm. terrible is i knew he was busy right in west palm beach with tom kroll and some of those other right. like 
big stars. I was with Brent and all these guys. <laughs> I, they were all ordering dinner, and you're, I'm out in the parking lot of this fancy <laughs> restaurant talking to you to solve that problem. But the text message to Pace, because I knew his business, was like, hey, we have a problem. Of course. <laughs> and you know he's going to oh. call you. Oh, my gosh. 100%. Total dick move. <laughs> <laughs> but you want, uh, I mean. To add to that, um, you know, looking at the way that we operate in Phoenix, right? So uh, Pace and I have a great relationship, uh, other wholesalers that we work with as well. Um, and, I, and I brought this up on Antoine's show yesterday too, and I'd love to bring it up again. We literally are getting sent addresses from people before they've got the deal locked up, before they've got any contract, any, like there's, they are the most vulnerable situation that they could possibly be in. And they're sending us a lead. Right. now. You can look at this in two ways. You can be like, hey, I'm going to be that super jerky dude and I'm going to take this address and I'm going to go send a, you know, be super subversive and, and terrible and try, try and, snake the guy. yeah, try to snake the guy. And that happens one time and that's the end of the story, right? Mm -hmm. Or you can actually deliver a service and be helpful and not knife your, your friends and collaborators in the back and just find ways to win together. Right. right. I think, um, and I, I'm going to share an example here. When Pace and I, uh, you know, started doing a lot more deals together, we started finding that there was so much entanglement between people we worked with that it was tough to understand, well, who, who works with you, who works with me, and how, how does this work? And, and what happens when a guy specific? who sends a deal to pay, who typically would send a deal to me, sends mm -hmm. a deal to Pace, Pace buys it, and then how do, does he feel weird about that? Do I feel weird about that? And that was happening, mm -hmm. right? And we got to a point where that it was happening you know, enough times, right? And, and you can look at this and, and have two opinions about it. I could sit there and, and be irritated, or he, when it's happening to him, he could be irritated. And we could be irritated with each other. And then when we're in each other's presence, we're going to be irritating. And that's just going to suck, right? right? Or we can say, you know, and for me, when when the first time that happened, the first instance that happened to me, I gut checked myself. And the moment anything outside of love for my friend and brother to get out there and feed his family and be able to crush it, whatever, anything else that was outside of that feeling, I put, I like, it had to go. Because right. my focus is on... Look, all of that's coming from fear. Mm -hmm. Anything that, it, why does, why should I be scared if, if somebody I work with sent Pace a deal? That's not fear, that's not a fear thing for me. Yeah. That is, okay, maybe he had more of an opportunity. Maybe he woke up earlier. Maybe he was on his Instagram earlier. He got the worm before I did, yeah. hands down. And instead of looking at his plate and seeing, you know, sussing out what's on his fork and what he's chewing on, focus on me love my bro and everything will work itself out. Now, I completely agree with this, right? But I think it's a lot easier said than done. This is mostly a foreign concept. Yes. So how do you, what exercises, what are, you, what are your mantras, like what are you doing to put your head in the right place? Can I, can, can I answer that? So I think um, when we were in Houston at the whole scaling event and I was on stage and I did that contest, right? Mm -hmm. Jamil was the one who chose JJ yeah. Simmons and uh, what's Jonathan. 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 So I'm up on stage. I say, hey, whoever asked the best question, come out to Arizona, right? We're going to mm -hmm. pay for your trip and you're going to come out and do a ride along, visit Keegley, br visit Brent Daniels, the studio, all that stuff. All right. JJ Simmons had such a great question. His question was basically, I don't naturally come from that place. And I think the answer to why people don't naturally come from that place is because they haven't seen the fruits that it actually bears when you do. Yeah. 
And so the advantage that we have is that because we are brothers, just because we're friends, regardless yeah. of business, um, we naturally do business together. And what happens is the fruits start bearing. And what happens is it just perpetuates this amazing cycle of more and more deals and sharing things back and forth of like, oh, you know what? That might be not be a great deal for me. These guys are a better fit for that. Or, yeah. hey, they, I know Pace buys subject to call Pace. Right, so now we figure out how to work with each other because we know it actually benefits us long-term. Right. In fact, the guys in town that have that attitude of what Jamil was talking about that say, I'm gonna take your address and I'm gonna go around you, those guys don't stay in business long. They don't no. last. They've been driven out of town. Yeah. And you, you know, you watch, you watch what happens in our industry. Our town is continually getting better mm -hmm. and better and better. The people that we collaborate and hang out with is getting better and better and better. It's like your mastermind or master or, or Brandon Simmons mastermind, mm -hmm. the two best masterminds ever, by the way, the collaboration inside of those circles is so unbelievable. Right. I, I, I can't, I can't imagine anything else. So well, that's just how Phoenix is. When Brandon Simmons starts his mastermind at Go-Giver, right? The first mm -hmm. thing he asks is who in here has done a deal with each other? And if you look, every hand is up, right? right. I don't have enough hands. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so that in itself is, is telling. Yeah. If I walked into a mastermind or a RIA in a different town, because we hear this, right? When we travel together, the three of us, and we go to places, what's the one thing that people say? The energy of the Phoenix people is intense. You guys are so loving. It's so different from what we have. Right. It's so, it makes me look at it and say, well, how, how animalistic is it in these other places, <laughs> right? Like how, how dirty can it get? Well, you know what's, what's crazy, you know, uh, is that I can't remember who asked us like, man, that's so awesome that, you know, your entire team came and flew out together. We're like, no, we're, we're not. We're all competitors. <laughs> yeah. We're flying and driving yeah. together and hanging out. Yeah, eating and dinner. The, and the whole time we're driving in the Suburban together, we're texting each other deals and sharing yeah. and making money together. Yeah. Right. When you and I were driving to the Propeller Studio, when that Uber, that horrific Uber. Yep. We were selling deals to each other. Right? Right. I'm on the phone with Max, like, well, Pace, I'm negotiating with you in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy town. Yeah. 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 That same, at the same event. I was sitting at, it was actually Max's, Max Maxwell's event. Mm -hmm. We were sitting at our table and I was sitting across from Jamil and I was selling a, a multi-unit yeah, deal to him. Yeah. yeah, we just, we while did we were there, right, just sitting yeah. there doing it. We made deal. like 45 grand sitting at this table together. I mean, that's that's the power, right? Right. And I, and I feel because of that, um, and because I, this, I've this i sensed city to city that we've gone to, it's broken. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not because of anybody or anything, right? It was broken here too. Yeah. It just evolved into something better. And I and I think that there's tools. And you'd asked, what are some of those tools, right? Right. Um, Self-awareness, first of all. Let's be real. If you can't really, really true. Okay, you've seen those situations where somebody wins and everybody hears about it and you get five smiles. Right. Right? Do you think there's five hearts that feel that smile? Not naturally, Maybe no. Maybe one or two. Right. But three of them are like, yeah. yeah, so unhappy, happy, right? So if you feel that in yourself, you're not bad. Mm -hmm. Does it make you wrong? It means that you're still living in a survival mind. You're still living from this place of there's not enough and I got to I gotta hoard and I got to keep and go, 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 me, 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 me. That's okay. Read some books, right? Yeah. Figure understand what abundance is right just there's so many books on it take a five minute uh, app break and go download a meditation app and and 
mantra to yourself, I, I, I live in abundance. I live yeah. in abundance. I have an abundance mind. If you don't change yourself, focus on the opposite of what you're actually feeling and it'll become that. Yeah. Anytime you're negative, think about like if I'm if you've done something to me that I feel, okay, I'm mad at Steve right now, right? Mm-hmm. Not that that's happened, but let's imagine it did. If I'm mad at Steve, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to mentally focus on what I love about Steve and that's all I'm going to think about. Yeah. Then naturally, whatever it was that was bothering me falls off. Right. So I think the first key is be self-aware and, and know that nothing is static. If you feel this way right now, focus on the exact opposite and you change it. Yeah. I think um, there's a quote I read, you know, and this is really one of those, you know, cheesy Instagram memes, whatever. Probably on my page. Could be. <laughs> uh, maybe you know who posted that because I can't remember for the life of me. It was, you know, the only time you should be looking in your neighbor's bowl is to see if there's enough food in there. Wow. Right. right. And that's the abundance mindset. And I think, you know, going back to what we were talking about earlier, like it's we know that you need the abundance mindset to win. We know that, right? We've experienced it. But how does someone, like we can say it and we can preach it. And they're gonna be like, these are just like, you know, weirdos. Foo-foo. Yeah, yeah foo-foo. foo-foo. Yeah, like, uh, so like how, do, how, how does someone Let me, uh, can I, can, I'm gonna answer that just from a personal experience, yeah. or, or from my personal side. So in my iPhone, um, I have to drop the word iPhone. Anybody that knows me, Android, Android hater extraordinaire over here. But um, in my iPhone, I've got a notes app. And in that notes app, I've got my personal goals, right? Yeah. And they all relate to basically taking care of my family at the end of the day. But one of those goals specifically says, I want, this is one of my goals, too many opportunities, not enough time. Okay. And a year ago, anybody that knows me saw the transformation of where I was a year ago and mm-hmm. where I am today. of that I can equate to my relationships. 100% of that is my relationships, but what I put into those relationships, as I hope you guys can attest, I read The Go-Giver two years years ago, before I ever even knew Brandon Simmons. I had read read it and then Brandon had me read it again, but in The Go-Giver it basically said, you have to give to receive, right? So Mm -hmm. I said, I want so many opportunities that time is my problem. Right, most people out there are saying, I want more opportunities, I want more opportunities, I have too much time, I want more opportunities, I wanna fill my calendar. I'm the opposite. I now am hiring people specifically to handle all of the opportunities I have in abundance Mm -hmm. because I believe, and this is not me trying to gloat, I spend 80% of my day trying to help other people get from their position into a new position. Yeah, And it started out just because I had resources in construction or I had resources with a lender, I had resources with whatever. And I just said, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. And now a year later, a lot of these relationships are bearing fruit. For example, when you and I first started our relationship, what was that relationship? I was your you're, contractor. You're my contractor. Right. And did we provide a good service to you? Yeah. You I, did cra- I did crap for you. Nobody else wanted to do. Yeah. No, my client's like, hey, I need my roof looked at. And he came out, I was like, dude, that's a $600 job but I'm happy to do it. Right. Right. Just think of me, mm-hmm. remember me when there are bigger jobs, but you were happy to do the crap jobs. Right. Yeah. And I was, I was running around all over town doing things. I had 65 projects going at that time. I made sure I took care of you, even though we were, it was a new relationship for mm-hmm. us. And then as I made my transition into wholesale, the number one person that helped me in wholesale was Jamil. Right. The number two person that helped me not just in wholesale, but in my personal life, like my wife, sits in our house or when we're on dates and she's just like, we are so lucky to have Steve in our life. 
And it started from me giving value to you. Yeah. I hope. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely did. And I think the other thing too, right? Like we're talking about collaboration and we're not just trying to like, you know. Force you know, feed. Or we're not trying to like, you know, just like blow ourselves up, but I'll just give a yeah. perfect example for you guys that don't know. Jamil's got his own title company. I've got my own title company. And this morning, Pace is in our title company's office helping me map out how to make a better title company. Right. Right. right? With no benefit to you. You're right. not getting any monetary benefit, but you're like, man, if you could do this, this, and this, you guys would blow it out of the water. Right. And I think that just goes back to, you know, that abundance mindset. Like you could be going out there, like trying to stop this. Like, no, you know, everyone should be sending it to my title company. Right. But you're not even. Dude, when he called me and told me that he was going to be bringing deals and that you guys were working something out for an assistant and whatnot, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> right away, the first question is, hey, man, um, what if I do like half here and half there? And I'm like, no, bro. He's the, literally, this he's, was a conversation. Yeah, I, I like, forgot all, yeah, all about this. Like, what if I do half at Magnus East and half at Magnus West? Yeah. And I said, no, no. Steve is going out of his way to be extremely helpful to you. And he's, tr he, he really wants your business and he's, yeah. he's going above and beyond, right? All Magnus East yeah. go that path because I know that that doesn't matter to me. Those the, that to me is not going to hurt me. I right. want to see you succeed. I want to see your title company do well. There's so many benefits that we all get from that title company being being uh, you know 100%. Yeah, well funded because we get the meetups and yeah. so many amazing opportunities come our way. I mean, dude, he's in a relationship right now um, with with Greg, right? Greg Ellsworth. He's his subject to he, these guys are buying subject twos left, right, and center. Pace was telling me this morning he walked into a house in Tempe. Dude, I could cry. I could almost cry right he now. He has he had to pay no money for. Um, he walked into home ownership with it. It gets cash flowing you how much? Probably four hundred bucks a month. Four hundred bucks a month in perpetuity, through a relationship that I introduced him in, yeah. right? And this is a relationship that he's probably going to make millions and millions of millions of dollars with over years and years and years. And my, it's what I so, say to him is, so I'm weird. so happy. I love you. I'm so thankful <laughs> that you guys connected and you guys are able to do business together. Yeah. Full stop. We, I was in um, your meetup, which is hands down best meetup in the country. I feel amazing. I was in your meetup. And I go up to Jamil and Jamil sells me probably one of my best cash flowing properties. I just walked up to him and I say, what do you have, right? Sells me a house right there before it goes on his list. Great benefit there. Then that meetup, that was, I think that was at the Phoenix Ria. So we were at the Phoenix Ria and Jamil goes, there's Greg, there's Pace. These two guy, guys need to meet, right? And Greg was doing his own thing. But when you put him and I together, we he went from buying maybe one or two houses a month to now we're buying 12 houses a month. Wow. And we're being, and we have private money coming in like crazy. We have a great system. You guys see how many houses we're buying. Yeah. I mean, we've like overwhelmed the title companies that we're, that we're utilizing. Companies, plural. Right. So we've overwhelmed them with how many we're buying. And bro, I am not joking. It will make me 10, $20 million in my life because of a relationship you gave to me that you could have easily just taken for yourself. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. So you want to pass this message on to other parts of the country. It doesn't feel like work. It feels like I, we have a cheat code to mm -hmm. life. It yeah. feels like we have the ability to go out and just play this amazing fun video game yeah, and right? just go play and go, how can we help you? And how can we help you? And how can we help you? And when we go into other cities, it's crazy. Like we went into Dallas, we went to the Propelio event. Um, shout out to those guys, amazing guys. Yep. Um, we go to this event and we're sitting there talking to these guys and we're like, 
there were these little clumps and clusters of people kind of staying away from each other. Mm -hmm. And we're grabbing people from other groups and bringing them together and saying, why are you guys doing deals together right here at this event? Yeah. Right. At least to the magnitude at your event and Phoenix Ria and other events here locally in, in our, in our Phoenix market. It is so fun to take what we, I haven't created this. I'm just a little cog in the wheel. I've benefited from a lot of these relationships that have created this world that Phoenix Phoenix gets to live in. Mm -hmm. I just want to go out and share it with the rest of the country. So how's, how, how, what's the plan? <clears throat> how are we going to share it with the rest of the country? Well, um, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> so um, th the graphic that, that has <laughs> been being shared uh, over and over and over and over yeah. and over again all over social media. So uh, that's a real thing. Pace and Jamil do America. We are we we want to see you. We want to meet you. We want to come to your Rhea. Um, what we would like you to do is, if you live in a town that's broken, <clears throat> where you feel that people aren't collaborating, that you've got uh, you have to watch your back, that it's that it's you know cutthroat, that it's dog eat dog. If any of those words resonate with you, find us on Instagram, tag us, tag your Rhea. Um, so that we know where you are and what RIA you want us to attend. We will reach out to the organizers of that RIA and we will come to your city. Yeah. We will meet with your groups. We will sit down with you and we will figure out how can you all benefit each other? How can you make money together? And how can you adopt the mentality and the energy that we have in this city in your own town? Yeah. Not only that, we'll also talk about the beautiful things that we do, like how we're great at dispositions and mm -hmm. how Pace is awesome at subject too. We might even do some ride along. So we're going to bring with us the added information that we typically love to talk about. But first and foremost, it's going to be how can we mend whatever is happening that's causing you guys not to work with one another. Right. Why? Let's 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 deal with the the heart of the matter and then we'll deal with everything else. You know right? what's amazing about our local market is that I've been in other businesses and I've gone to other RIAs or whatever across the country in real estate and it doesn't seem like people are excited to be at these events. They're not. They almost are like, yeah. "Uh, should I go? Shouldn't I go? My, you know, <laughs> I got a you know, Netflix, I got this great show. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to catch up on my team, whatever excuse, mm -hmm. they don't go up to the thing. For us, it feels like at our meetups and when we're all together in Phoenix, it's not even a question whether I'm going or not. Yeah. It is on my account. I'm going. It's like going, it's like, I feel like how I felt in middle school, going to the school dance. hundred percent. Like that's how I'm, much I'm looking forward to it because I get to see all my friends and we're going to chat and we're going to eat whatever food everybody's Steve sitting decided there doing, to Everybody's sitting there doing deals. Yeah, and what's so awesome. fun about it is like the new investors, the newbies, as we call them, they start like kind of, we had this conversation at, at one of your meetups where they were all hanging out, hanging out in one area. And you're like, you went to all the guys that, you know, are doing deals. And you go, go get those guys and let's bring them in. Let's get yeah. these new guys and start doing deals with them and finding out what do they need in their business. Right. And the, I think the conversation that you had was, please go to my new people and say to them, what do you need from me to mm -hmm. be successful in business? And that's the, the, the whole mentality behind everything that we're trying to do here yep. right. is how do we take a room full of people and make sure that these people are doing deals together, whether it's learning about dis, uh, disposition or whether it's, dude, I would love to go on a ride along and it, like, it, I don't know what our first state would be, our first city would be. I think we have some people already kind of chirping in his ear. But. Yeah, we got some people, but I, we'd love to hear from you in Orlando, Tampa, Atlanta, uh, you know, any of these towns, like any of these, Houston, Dallas, uh, San Antonio, North Carolina, Salem, wherever. Right. We're just like, reach out if you feel like there's 
the necessity or it's the energy isn't right yeah um tag us tag urea we're coming i think i think just to paint a picture for people that don't quite understand that is that let's say that we fly in on thursday and we go to urea on thursday we want to hang out meet other investors in that local area and then the following friday maybe saturday is I, I want to go on ride-alongs. I want to go into appointments or I want to go into somebody's acquisition department and say, give me your 10 worst leads. Mm -hmm. I want to call them live right now and show you how I pitch a subject to. Meanwhile, Jamil sitting there teaching the their team how Keegley, who does a close to 100 deals a month, how they d do dispo. Like we want to bring our skills and our abilities to the table and see what we can do to help other people's businesses in other markets. Yeah, and I, I would say that if you're in a market where you feel like your RIA is not able to, to do this like do the meetup yourself yeah Just create meet up, up uh, create a right? meetup absolutely you know one of the feedback i've gotten at our meetups is that i'm i'm so glad that i can go to a ria where i'm not being pitched because i think part of the reason why they're so standoffish or like you know their arms are crossed is because they're just getting ready to be sold something right right, right, right. There's, there's i mean especially you know all the different rias i've gone to uh locally it's just feel like all right when when is the sales pitch coming? Right, right. you know who's got a book? Who's got a book? Ours are so who's weird. Got a course? We don't do that. You have like a, you have a meetup, and then there's a meetup outside of your meetup. Yeah, it's just like a high school dance. It's yeah. like the dance was cool, and everybody's having a good time, and then they say, "Okay, we're shutting this down. You guys need to leave." And everybody goes in the parking lot and hangs out and does deals together. Right, it is crazy fun. Yeah, so I think that for you guys here, that if you guys have a great RIA, fantastic. If you guys don't have one, start one because just kind of the message we're talking about here, just being the leader and being the one with abundant mindset, you will be the one that has the success if you're finding that your RIA is not right. so open or receptive to this idea. Be the Steve Trang of your town, like <laughs> really? for real. Right. Well, following the examples <laughs> from a lot of other people, but I think that also goes back to, you know, the books you talked about going back and reading books. Yep. Because I think the abundance mindset as a leadership principle, and I posted something a couple of nights ago, right? That guy just jumping around bouncing, whatever. So good. But. I did my best to write the skills in the order that you need it in. And the skills that, you know, the first, we, our evolution is we're trying to find deals like, God, how do I find a seller? Right. Then after I find a seller, how do I get them on the phone? After you get them on the phone, how do I close them? Now that I've, now I've closed them, how do I make that repeatable? Now that I've made it repeatable, how do I build an organization to make that repeatable? And then after that, it's how do I keep the people there right. to not be my competition? And right. leadership is that last step, I think the most valuable skill, but I think that is the, the abundance comes with the leadership and if you guys want to you know have this successful ria you got to have to have that abundance mindset to lead right your community 100 percent. we had this idea one time i don't know if we'll still do this or not but we had this idea about having a competition between hmm. jamil and i mm -hmm. where we go into a, a, a random city we get rid of our exi our existing phone you just give me burner a, phones a burner phone yeah. like we're drug dealers i think this is i, I know where you're going with Continue, but I love this idea. Right, and we have a competition to see who gets the f the first wholesale deal with no resources that we currently have. Yep. Money, yeah, money, knowledge, whatever, and me utilizing my resources here, and him using utilizing his resources there, completely two different flavors, mm -hmm. and then having people follow us and learn how to do a deal. Like if I'm a newbie and I'm watching us, just boom, getting deals, it breaks the paradigm that people have. Like, of, yeah. Hey, this is really hard. If if two dudes fly into your town with nothing. Right. No resources, no contacts, nothing. No Instagram. Huh? No Instagram. I mean, we're talking burner phones um, and and are able to put together a deal in a couple of days. I mean, that should blow 
the socks off of anyone who's been doing this for nine months mm-hmm. right. and hasn't gotten their first deal yet. And no, yeah. nothing against you guys. If you're sitting there listening right now, you're like, that's me. It's like, that's cool. But that's just, it's there to show you that, hey, it's whatever you're doing right now, you're creating your own limitation. You're yeah. stopping yourself. Right. We literally could do that. We could walk into a city in two days, we'd have a deal. I have no doubt that you could do that. But it's that <laughs> years and do you years. Think, do you think I would get a deal faster or Jamil? Be honest. He's been doing this way longer than me, and he's way I mean, smarter. Jamil's just a lot more likable. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. I think what would happen is Pace would have like a few contracts, but he wouldn't be able to sell them. <laughs> and uh, I'd I have to get, call Jamil and be like, hey, I'd get, "Can you sell I'd, my deal?" I'd get one contract and I'd sell it. Is that <laughs> is that the co- is that the what we should do? The competition is that w- it's con- got to be sold. Contract to dispo. Yeah, Done. it's 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 not a deal if it's not a check. All right, right. <laughs> Because I'd just go knock on a random door. Of course you would be like, how can I solve your problems? I'm Pace Morby and I'm here to solve everything. And that's awesome. He will. Well, that's not, dude, I, do you think that'd be a good idea? I think it's a great idea. I think that's probably the first thing you should do when you go fly into a city. You know what's fun is that at some point, I don't know when this transition was. I got to think about it. But at some point, how many deals I'm doing on a monthly basis was no longer important. Mm-hmm. Right it's how many people I'm helping get their first deal is super important. Yeah. So whether I'm making money or not, there's a, there's a couple guys, um, Scott Bigelow, nobody quite knows him in, in wholesale, but he's trying to break into wholesale. They got a couple of deals recently. I didn't make any money on it, but I was so proud. And I put it on my Instagram, like these guys are making money on a ride along, getting some, some, some knowledge and going off and doing deals. All I wanted was the emotional income. Just yeah. give me a pat on the back and add a boy and know that, tell me I did a good job. I have so much more pride in that than doing 30 deals a month. I know that's still crazy to me. Cause you spoke about it, a whole scaling life, you know, Elizabeth and Charles event, which is a fantastic event. Oh, yep. Yep. We got to hang shout out, out shout out, shout out, shout out. Um, but you're like, yeah, I just want emotional income. I was like, that guy's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it, but is he? No, I mean, no, it, we, it, it's a great ROI. We've, we've all been filling our cup with emotional yeah. income for the last, you know, year and a half two years yeah and that to me is what is keeping my life exciting well how many cars can you have how many things can you buy at least 20. well i mean (laughs) but even then it's boring right Right. it's boring it's super boring but like how many times can i see corbin his little girl's face and Mm -hmm. smile a billion and anytime i see it I'm, it's going to be like the first, right? right. And for that, for those that don't know that aren't following these guys, you know, Jamil is Corbin's godfather. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Right. I mean, that's the epitome. <laughs> I think of collaboration. I, right. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Love you, bro. Love you, buddy. So, uh, all right. So, I'm not seeing a whole lot of questions here. Um, Charles, okay. Charles wants to know what what meditation routine are you following? Oh, I love it. So uh, I download an app called Insight Timer. Um, you can essentially download it for free. There's no cost. And there's hundreds of thousands of meditations on there. So uh, I like to mix it up. I'll basically do like a guided one one day and then another day it'll just be like timed. Um, there's, a, there's a group called StressFit, St. R-E-S-S-F-I-T, StressFit. Um, they're a channel on that app there the meditations there are just amazing i i typically do between 30 to 45 minutes in the morning I feel so bad um before anything else right so i wake up i drink coffee do my thing and then like it's into the room and i just get still for that time and everything else that happens for me in the day is is flowering from that 
place, yeah. right? And that's not to say, guys, I'm walking around like a monk being a complete weirdo, right? <laughs> I, I still have, like, breakdowns. I still get irritated. I, things happen. But my reaction to situations is completely different today than it was five grounded. years ago. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Charles Southwick says his Aria, uh, his Rhea no longer exists. And Charles, I think going back to what I was saying earlier, I think this is fantastic because when I started my meetup, it was really simple. I called all my friends. Jamil spoke at the first one. Um, I did, man. Can you the first crazy. real estate disruptors meetup? How, so, how many people came to your first one? There was like 30. 30. 30. 30. I, w- I walked in with my coffee cup. <laughs> so what I did is I just went to meetup.com created one, put it as a monthly recurring, so I don't have to think about it again. Uh, reached out to a few friends, posted on Facebook. We started with 30, we're at 100 to, 110 to 140 pretty consistently now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every it seems like every time we have, we go, I shouldn't say we, every time you have an event, um, see, I feel like it's my event. Like it's I, our I, event. I get to share it, it's awesome. Yeah. Every time you have another event, you have to change venues probably once a quarter because of how fast it's growing. Yeah, yeah we, we're on our fourth, fourth venue, fourth or fifth venue. Yeah, right now. it's crazy. Yeah, I mean the goal is to get it to fill up the, the Suns Arena. I think that's great. That'd be pretty tight. That'd be cool. Um, so yeah, uh, Charles, I I think that's a great thing. If you if you feel like your town is is, is locked down, honestly, out. if it's just a meetup, it doesn't have to be a RIA. If a, another local investor. Even a newbie, who cares? Like if you've never done a deal before, let's get 20, 30 people together and let's have a hangout. And let's yeah. talk about how we're getting our deals and how we can help each individual person get their first deal or you know, magnify how many deals they can get on a monthly basis. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, just to add on to that whole collaboration mindset, you know, um, I already knew, I was already familiar with wholesale, but Jamil mentored me a lot further. I took what I knew about wholesale and added poured you know a lot into my cup dude can you even imagine how many people you indirectly help because <laughs> of this show that's crazy and then that's crazy to me Move i on. i was a terrible closer forever and then i meet with pace and just to get more deals just to get more business i wasn't trying to get better at sales like and pace is saying well there's this place where all this home investors guy hang out right i said what and so i i hounded you because you didn't just tell me right off the bat, and I had to I had to pull it out of you. Right. But because of our relationship, you know, I get to meet Brad. I get all the training, and now I'm a sales coach. Oh my god! And I took one of my greatest weaknesses into my one of my greatest it's strengths. Fu- it's fun watching your students because you know I'm, we're really good friends. So your students will call me. Yeah. And I tell you to have them call me. I'll take them on ride-alongs. I'll have conversations with them. It is so fun to hear them talk about them getting their first deal, their second deal, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Dude, you realize how cool this it's is? Incredible. Right. It's just like a mushroom. It is it's a mushroom cloud. But I don't level up if we're not creating relationships. Right. If we don't come in with an abundance mindset. And it's not just the three of us. There's more of us, right? I mean, there's Jesse, Annie, Evil, Brent, Brandon. There's a whole bunch of us we're all getting better. Our group is getting better because we're all helping each other. Right. So, you know, the message I want to impart on uh, Charles and some of these other guys is that the sooner you level up and raise the abundance mindset, the more other people can pour into you. Right. How how would we um, pick the city? How are we going to do that? So uh, I I guess it's going to have to be from just 
you know, audience participation, right? So yeah. the more people that, that reach out to us from a specific town, the more need we're going to feel exists there, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, guys, this isn't going to be a thing that's going to cost the RIA anything. It's right. like we're going to come out there and, and, and serve. Um, but that's a good you, point. You know, a lot of people ask us all the time, well, how much are you charging for this? And how much do you charge for your ride alongs? I, we do, I do it all for free. Yeah, mm-hmm. We're coming to serve guys. This is like, we, we are coming to serve. And yeah. so, um, let's, let's remove that from the equation and let's, let's see, um, you tag your friends, get your friends. Would do you want us in your town? Do you want mm-hmm. us to come and show you guys how to get your first deal? Do you want us to come and show you guys how to be friends with each other and, and work together in an appropriate way? Tag us. T- have your friends tag us. Get let us know what town you're 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 coming from, and we will figure it out from there. And I think let's say in the next thirty days, keep your eyes open, and we'll start announcing cities and and uh, and dates. Yep. We've already got Salem, North Carolina, um, scheduled. Wow. Yep. That's Max Maxwell, Mr. Country. Max Maxwell. Yeah. Yes. So we're gonna. Uh, make make that one of our stops. Also, we're starting, we're kicking off uh, in Bama. Yeah, Brian Tripp's event. Brian Tripp's event. Oh, you are? Yeah, yeah very absolutely. Cool. Yeah, so That's shout out, Brian. That's in a Brian. couple of days. That's yeah. in a couple of days. We're, we're flying out to Birmingham. We're hanging out with some pretty amazing people. Brian yep. Tripp, dude, thanks for inviting me, by the way. 100%. I appreciate this it. This is what this is about. Um, and then we're going to be doing ride-alongs on Sunday, which will be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what are some other questions? Roll tech. Uh, there was... <laughs> <laughs> um, so Josh Pardoa wants to know, what is your best advice for staying consistent as a one-man show? Um, does he want – let's ask him a question back. Does he want to stay a one-man show? Right. Become a two-man show. Right. Because there are people that are like, look, I'm happy where I'm at. I just want to be more consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to understand if that's where he wants to be. That's one piece of advice. Or if the other piece of advice is I want to grow a team. I just don't know how. Yeah. Right. So have him reply back. Is there another question we can? All right, Josh. So we need a, a follow up question uh, on that. Um, and Annie is, is requesting that you guys all uh, bring her along. Oh, Annie's always invited. <laughs> yes. <the> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, she's the great mom that puts us all together. You know, it keeps sure. us responsible. Although she is a little bit of a troublemaker, too. She is a troublemaker. Um, <laughs> always playing pranks and whatnot. <laughs> uh, and Antoine's requesting DC, naturally. Oh, yeah. Man, makes I, would a lot lo- of sense. I would love to hang Billion out with Antoine. percent. Dude, you guys did such a good job on his show yesterday. That's awesome. What's up, Antoine? Um, here, I'll, I'll, while you're looking for questions, I'll answer that question. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to stay a solopreneur, here's what I, a solopreneur as a wholesaler, what I would do personally, just because this works for me really well, mm-hmm. is I would go and collaborate with probate attorneys, mm-hmm. not as an investor, but as a problem solver. So most of the deals that I get, um, I'll actually put a video of this up on my Instagram, but the best deal I got this year came from a probate attorney. Uh, shout out Rylas. Rylas is amazing. He follows most of what I do, but it came from somebody, he, he'll call me and go, I have this weird thing where somebody needs to sell a car, right? And um, I don't know what to do with it. Great. I'm not just a real estate investor. I'm a problem solver. Mm-hmm. So what's, your, what's the problem? I'll help them locate a buyer. I'll help them do this. I'll help them do that because I'll solve six problems unrelated to real estate for his clients. And then I'm going to get a deal out of it. Yeah. Right. I got a deal that you guys probably saw the yellow bug that was on my Instagram. Did you give yeah. it away? We gave it away to an autistic kid and I didn't announce it because he asked me not to. Awesome. So uh, just for anybody that's on there, I, I, we, we handed him the keys. He didn't have a car to get to work. He's, um, he's on the spectrum. He is pretty high functioning, but he didn't have a car. And so we, we got him a car and hooked him. Beautiful. That car came free with a home purchase that I made $35,000 assignment on from a probate attorney. 
And if I had no resources, I had no money, I had nothing else, I would go in and I would solve probate attorney's problems, not go in and say, I'm a real estate investor. I, I'm a cash, who, everybody's a cash buyer. Right. Everybody. Yep. Go in there and come up with a solution. And I have 18 of them. I have them in my phone. If anybody wants to hear them, I will tell you all 18 of those problems that I solve for probate attorneys, clients, non-related to the house. Right. And so we bought a deal. Um, funny enough, last year we had an attorney goes, hey, we, you, you came in my office and you told me that um, you guys do locksmithing. Yeah, we do locksmithing. I'm not a locksmith. I just called my locksmith. Right. But here's what happened. He had a locksmith who's Jewish and a lot of locksmiths for some reason are Jewish here in Arizona. They don't work Saturday. Hmm. So he has a client that they're sitting there re referring to their normal um, locksmith, doesn't reply, calls me. Hey, I've got a client that's going down the property. I need your help. I go, no problem. I call Papa Lock. I drive down there and meet Papa Lock and meet the seller. And what do I say? What are you doing with the house? Yeah. We made 37 grand on that. Awesome. Yep. Solving a problem for people without the, the thought process. So I would stay. There's 600 probate attorneys in the in the state of Arizona, and or not state of Arizona, Maricopa County. Mm -hmm. And there's 800 probate that probates that happen every single month. As a solopreneur, I could just go out and do 10 deals a month just by attaching to probate attorneys and solving their problems, not doing cash offers. Right. Hopefully not, that helps. Not send me your deals. These are like, I have, I have a hundred tips like that, that I'd be, I, I cannot wait to tell people across the country. Uh, Devin Burr wants to know, how do you guys build out, build an out of state buyers list? Ooh, that's a great <clears throat> question for you, bro. Um, the same way we build one in state. Uh, it's it's a lot of data mining, right? So if you guys have ever watched uh, anyone who's done a walk through a Kegley, we got that little secret room that people keep chirping about. It's really dark. Um, I've never been in there. I, I heard, it has, light bulbs I heard it has whips and chains. There's light bulbs in there's there. There's no light bulbs in there. There's light bulbs. In there. Oh, there are no? There's windows, yeah. <laughs> okay. Shh, guys, I guess we're getting complaints. <laughs> no, um, and there's lots of Little Caesars pizza. But um, no, what we do is the same process, right? So. Um, we are reaching out on social media. We are looking at key indicators like what pages are these people liking? Do they like Rolex, Ferrari, and medical equipment? Awesome. I, I probably know I have a, a doctor on my hands with high disposable income. I'm going to send that person an outreach message and find out do are they interested in real estate investing and would they be interested in buying properties with instant equity? Right. Um, the answer to that question from anybody who understands money is going to be yes. Right, and mm -hmm. so um, that's what we're doing. We're really looking at key indicator, key indicator factors like what are the things that these people like. Then we paint a picture. We make a profile of who these people are. We do an outreach, and we bring them into the stable. Once they're in the stable, then it's relationship building. So the the buck doesn't stop there. I had a conversation with. Um, uh, Javier and, and, and uh, uh, some of Raphael's people last night, and we were talking about, you know, if there, he asked me if there was one, one piece of advice that you could give me um, on how to, like, really uh, help the Dispo team, I'd say go deep. Have your team go deep. Transactional conversations are terrible. Yeah. Right? Like, nobody cares, man. Nobody cares what deal you have. No one, no one, no one, everyone's too busy doing what they're doing in the day. How are you going to impact somebody's filter? They're, the, the things that they're pushing out of their... Their, their sphere of uh, attention. How are you going to do that? But by them caring that you're calling them. Mm -hmm. There's 15 buyers that I cannot shake 
that I cannot make work with anybody in my team because they refuse to buy from anyone but Jamil. Yeah. So I still have to sell houses, even though that's not what I do. That's like what my team does. Yeah. I'm still working to do that because those people need to be served. So, um, yeah, man, take a look. Make sure you're you're paying attention to the things that they're they're liking. Um, reach out and then go deep. Uh, Carl's asking about the 18 solutions. So I think maybe if you reach out to Pace later on, what's your Instagram handle? Pace J Morby. Pace J Morby. Here's what I'll do. This Saturday, Jamila, actually, are we staying in the same hotel? Yep. You're letting me bunk with you? I think so. Did they get a bunk bed for the hotel room? I don't know. We'll get something figured so out. So what Even we'll do is when, when I'm hanging that. out at nighttime with Jamil, what I'll do is I'll do a video. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll, have Jamil, I'll have Jamil record the video or something, and I'll upload it on Instagram. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a redo of Dallas. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? Here's what I'll, here's what I'll do. On, um, on Sunday night, here's a selfless plug. On Sunday night, I do a Sunday service call. Mm -hmm. So Sunday night, 7 p.m. Arizona time, I have an hour-long uh, phone call with my par business partner, Cody, mm -hmm. and myself. And what we do is we just tell everybody for free the deals we did, where they came from, how we're making money, what we're doing with them, are we doing subject to, blah, 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 blah. And then we open it up to Q&A. What I'll do this Sunday is I will tell everybody the 18 problems that I solve for probate attorneys on that Sunday service call. Beautiful. Um, and Farhad Hariani wants to know, is texting for deals legal? I'm not going to have you guys answer that question. You need to talk to an attorney. Is it happening? 100% is it legal? You want to get an attorney's opinion on that. You wouldn't want ours. Uh, Greg Ballard <laughs> wants to know, um, you're door knocking pre-foreclosures. When you're door knocking, are you letting the seller know the house is in foreclosure? Yes, 100%. What I here's the opening line when we knock doors because we have a door knocking team and we're we're going out and that's the other thing that I'm planning on teaching people is how to go get your first deal by door knocking. We're gonna Jamil and I maybe do ride alongs and I'll knock doors with people. So um, the first thing that I say to a seller when we walk up to the door is I say, Ex um, "Excuse me, I I'm aware that you're getting called a thousand times. I'm sure I'm the fifteenth person that's knocked on your door. However, I have seven ways to solve this problem for you, and the first four involve you staying in the property." That's my opening line. Mm -hmm. So 100%. I right. don't dance around it. Anybody that goes on a ride along with me, I will flat out. Like if, if anybody signed my IG live yesterday, like I'm at a seller's house yesterday and I'm, I have the IG live. Did anybody, did you guys see this? Oh, I was I in an appointment and Sorry. I'm like, I go, hey ma'am, you're on IG live. And I'm just blatantly talking about her popcorn shirt. And I go, yeah, all my, look, my followers love your popcorn shirt, right? <laughs> I will just go right to it with the seller. Mm -hmm. And so it's the same thing with knocking pre-foreclosures. 100% full transparency. My sales pitch requires zero games. Yeah. And I felt really icky taking other people's scripts, right? What I like about the scripts that you and, and my team follow is I don't feel icky when I do it because yeah. I truly am guiding them to a solution. I'm not hiding anything. I'm not going to the house and saying, excuse me, I'm in the neighborhood and I know my cousin wants to buy your house. I just flat out tell him, hey, I have seven solutions. Yeah. I know you're being inundated. I know you're in a stressful situation. Let's talk for two minutes. Right. Talk to me through the screen door. But yeah, that I, 100%. <laughs> uh, Carl wants to know, where do you post your Sunday service call? So that, if you, you go call service call Sunday service, Sunday so service. The, Sunday where service. that comes from is I love Kanye West and Kanye West does a Sunday service every Sunday. He just does a concert like a gospel music. And I just love Kanye West. It's just us giving and uh, being abundance mindset. Um, 
I post the link on my Instagram every Saturday and Sunday, just telling everybody it's a it's a free phone call. I I can tell everybody the phone number, but I'll, I'll post it somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then Cody says zero filter is accurate. Yeah, zero filter, hundred um, percent. Yeah, you'll hear yeah, all we, about Korean barbecue and oh, the results. 100%, yeah, the results of <coughs> Korean barbecue. And there's the. I mean, I, I was laughing about the. You know, if you were serious, you want to repeat that? Serious about what? I don't know. If you're a serious seller. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I told it. I told the seller the other day. I said, uh, "She goes, yeah, this happened in in an appointment." And the seller goes, "Well, I need to talk to my 15 year old, or I need to talk to my kids and see what their opinion is." And I said, "Okay, well, if we're gonna play games, why don't I just take my take my number and drop 20 grand?" She's, "I'm not playing games." I said, "Yes, you are. You're playing games. You're 30 years old. You don't need permission to sell your house." Flat out told her to, and we and we record. Where we, I record all my conversations with the sellers, um, so and then I post them on Instagram so other people can hear them. So oh if you guys want to hear our appointments with sellers, I that's not. We ended up getting that deal, and the way we got that deal is that that lady just need to be flat out told. And same thing yesterday uh, or Monday, we got a contract on a mobile home, and the seller goes. I want 70 grand. So we get to the property and I go, okay, so if somebody was able to come up to $70,000, what would be the next step, right? That's the closing line. That's mm -hmm. the nail in the coffin. Yeah. And she goes, well, I've got to call my husband. I go, interesting. So you guys already made a decision to sell it at 70. I go, is your husband maybe another buyer? Because why don't you just call the buyer right now? I'll wait for you. Yeah. I'll just wait. And if they're willing to go up to a higher number, let's figure it out. But I'm here. And I've got a contract and I, I'll go take it down to title right now. So she calls the sell, the other buyer. She goes, yeah, you're right. It was, an, it's another buyer. Shock. Shocking. <laughs> Liars. So I just called it right out as it is. And I just said, look, it's okay. Let's just have an honest conversation. I won't see you in 45 minutes. So mm -hmm. let's just be, let's hurry this process up and not play games with each other. And she goes, wow, I really appreciate this. This is like refreshing. Yeah. So she calls the other person and goes, hey, you didn't show up. I'm probably just going to sell the house to this other guy. <laughs> Are you willing to come up, up on your price? And the other person goes, yes, but I want to see the house. She goes, okay, done. Hangs up, signs a contract with us. But if I was, if I didn't Easy. understand mm -hmm. how to call that person out, what would have happened is I would have felt insecure about my number. And I, I would have said, okay, well, I'll give you 75 grand. Mm -hmm. And now I'm desperation, I'm commission breathing all over this person. And now I'm bidding myself up because I don't just call out the problem as it, as it really is. Look, ma'am, obviously it's not your husband, it's another buyer. Yeah. Let's just call him right now and I'll wait for you. And guys, watch your tone when you guys are using any of these lines with people. Oh because yeah, this is not my normal tone. Say, if you say it um, in a way, it, it, you're probably gonna get punched in the nose, right? right. So like, so make sure you're you're being mindful of Tonality that. is really just, important. So, yeah. I, and I think that part of it too, uh, for me, I liken it to, uh, we were talking about this on Monday. You know, I've put in over 10,000 hours at the poker table, right? right like right. at the poker table, I know when you're doing something, I know, I have a pretty good idea what that means. I know when to do, what to do, right. what to do, when to do it. And I think that's the same thing. Your first time you were on the show, we talked about the reason why you want to go on all these appointments is you just want to get better still in the house. To this day, right? I, I'm, t I'm going on appointments with my acquisition people. I didn't set that appointment. My, t my team is doing that. But I look at the calendar, I go, I want to go to that one. I want to go to that one. And my wife goes, you probably at some point should kind of slow down on how many appointments you're going on. I go, I got to keep the act sharp. Well, but, and that's the reason why you can say your husband sounds like a buyer, right? Right. Whereas a newer guy says that, right. and it's like, no, it's a real husband. Right. Things yep. get really interesting. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Sorry guys, that's bad advice. I know it's great advice. I'm just, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's the repetitions, it's the experience. Right, right. 
So, uh, and then Josh elaborated. So how to stay consistent as a solopreneur? So that's where I would go. Um, and that's another question too, right? Here's the, here's the other question. Anytime I'm talking to a newbie, somebody that comes and does a ride along with me, I ask them at the very beginning, like, what do you want to learn today? Cause mm -hmm. I can talk. There's no, that's my one thing I don't have a problem with is talking. <laughs> Right. I'm um, sorry, guys. No, you're good. So I, I have no problem talking. So I'm going to feel you don't say I'm sorry. So I'm going to fill your day with whatever you want. If it's subject to if it's door knocking, whatever it is that we're good at as a company, I want to make sure I fill your day, which is typically 12 hours straight of you in my car going on appointments. I, I mean, they're meeting with my attorney. They're meeting with my appoint my um, uh, partners. They're meeting on construction sites, going on buyer appointments, everything. What do you want to know? Because in between appointments, I'm going to fill your noggin with all that knowledge, right? Yeah. So the first question they I ask is, do you have money or do you not have money? But I'm going to answer this as if you don't have money, because I think most people that are listening to your show are trying to get started. Mm -hmm. If I have no money and I want to get started, the two ways as a solopreneur to get super consistent without spending any money is other than gas, right? You got to go to the probate attorney's office. That's number one. Number two is I would uh, door knock pre foreclosures. Yeah, we're doing like four contracts a week on pre foreclosures. I mean, you see how many files we're opening with your title company. We are yeah. absolutely crushing it. Our team is amazing. My my um, uh, my our door knocking team, or I actually he's I consider him a partner, mm -hmm. is Matthew Beard, and Matthew Beard runs our whole door knocking team. And I am surprised if we don't get two or three contracts in a week. Surprised. Yeah. So there are so many deals out there and our cost basis to get in the door and our cost basis to talk, talk to these people is almost zero other than gas. And so my collaboration, Matthew John, Beard is another guy that came through my coaching program. All right. Did he really? Yeah. So it's just, just this circle. That we Thank you, bro. So thank crazy. you. Anyway, you were Consistency though, that to, I want to distill that down because I think what he's trying to do is just like figure out a step process, right? Right, right, right. Um, routine, man, like be, unapologetically stuck to your routine. Mm -hmm. There should be nothing that shakes shakes that from you. So so map out your ideal day. What time are you going to wake up and wake up at that time? Are you going to use the restroom? Time that. You're going to drink coffee. Time that. What's the next thing you're going to do? Are you going to do some form of, you know, personal development, some kind of clearing of your mind so that you're in a good state? Then pick three activities for the day. Do what Pace said. Call uh, probate attorneys and figure out how you can help them solve their problems. Um, one I love is call for rent by owners, right? For rent by owners are amazing opportunities for you to get out there and get deals. They're free. You don't got to buy data. You don't have to buy a dialer. You go on Zillow.com and find for rent by owners in your city. You'll know they're by owner because there won't be a real estate logo with the listing. There's just going to be some dude named Amy, <laughs> some girl named Amy. <laughs> <laughs> And her phone number there, right? And so, um, and then you know, another another thing they could do is drive for dollars, right? Whatever the pick three things, make them a part of your routine. Be unapologetic and and do not ever stray from that routine. Jesse Burrell tried to have us all meet. Um, what was that? Two weeks ago at the batch office, and I told you guys, and you know, I'm with you guys are the highest level people I know. And I'm in a t that text thread, and they're like 9 a.m., 9 a.m., and it's like confirmed, 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 confirmed. Sorry, guys, I can't because I have to go exercise at that time. <laughs> and it's like, 
everyone must have been thinking, okay, Jamil, you're going to exercise. You know, but it's, I'm sorry, if I don't do that, my entire routine is bumped. Right. I can't bump that's my a, routine. That's a really good point. Because I love you guys so much. Um, I want to be my best self when I show up to that meeting. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's got to be 10 o'clock. And that's yeah. it. And for you guys that weren't in that room, I did have a conversation with both of these guys about respecting my time. <laughs> he, he did. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Um, but yeah, I think to add on to that, the consistency, right? Um, I think if you guys, if you haven't picked up the book yet, uh, Josh is um, uh, Miracle Morning. You know, like Jamil did an amazing job summarizing it in a couple of minutes. But if you want to go into greater detail, I think the Miracle Morning is great. An- another point on that, real quick, is that if I'm a solopreneur, I don't know what market he's in, but I would also go to these meetups or even create a meetup on your own. And mm-hmm. instead of you knocking doors or going to, going to probate attorneys on your own go with somebody else, right? And say, hey, do you wanna pal around? Let's hang out because it's more fun to collaborate and talk while you're in the car and eat lunch with somebody else and talk shop the whole time. Yep. Even if talking shop is like, have you ever done a deal? No, I've never done a deal either. Great, let's go get our first deal together. I would find somebody in your local market that you wanna build a friendship with and go do those things together mm-hmm. even though you're not partners. Right. We do that stuff all the time in Phoenix where we just tell people, hey, come over to our office, come do this, let's go hang out. Hey, hey, everybody, we're going and having a lunch. And we just collaborate and yep. hang out. So I would do that as well because accountability of having another person involved is going to keep you consistent. We know that. 100%. Yeah. Right. We're accountability partners for business. Yep. We're accountability partners for running. Right. Yeah. Nice. 100%. Uh, let's see if there's any other questions here. Um, I think Sonia is reliving the time where I busted out of the tournament with the pocket aces. Nice. Uh, uh, so Elizabeth wants you guys to come now. To Houston? To Houston. We would love, I love we want to go her, back to Houston. Her, her very first meetup. So I guess she's doing an official one. Oh my you gosh, we, should, we love Elizabeth need, so much. Yeah. You guys need to Kristen that one. She's yep. so great. For yep. sure. Let us know, Elizabeth. Uh, so guys, keep firing away uh, on your questions. Is there, is there a book or a resource? I know we talk about it, right? We're preaching on the abundance mindset. Is there a book or resource that you would, I guess Go-Giver probably is the one. Go-Giver is a great one. I mean, um, I think the simple stuff is like the real, uh, there's one book I read. I think it's Jen Cicero, I believe um, is her name. And it's, it's called You're a Badass. It's written, I think it's, it might even be written like for women. <laughs> I didn't know that when I bought it, but I read it and, uh, you know, it made me cry a couple of times. I got to say, like, it was great. It was fantastic. There was a lot of really great nuggets in there. I always tell people that are beginning their journey in entrepreneurship, read that book, mm-hmm. um, read Think and Grow Rich. You know, again, another fantastic book that really talks about how to just change your thoughts, right? Be mm-hmm. protective of your thoughts. Thoughts are things. And a hundred percent, right? And if you can, if you can just start the journey with the most simple approaches like those few books um they will serendipity serendipity will take over and you will find yourself in situations and other learning uh, capacities you'll you'll learn about some other uh, great book from a friend who says oh wow, i didn't know you were into that stuff let me tell you about this great book i'm reading mm-hmm. a- and your knowledge will grow yeah. yeah i would say my favorite book for all this kind of stuff it fa- all floods into one thing is understanding your own superpower, mm-hmm. right? I, if I could surmise what my superpower is, it's opening minds when I open my mouth. And I wish I knew that when I was 25. 
because I would have been able to help a lot more people and I would have been a lot further in life. But the way the the way I think a lot of people n- need to start figuring that out is reading the book Rocket Fuel. Yeah. Am I a visionary or am I an integrator? It doesn't mean you can't be a little bit of both, mm. but what do you naturally want to do? Mm-hmm. And then go hire out those other things and go focus on that one thing. You're going to be a lot more consistent because you naturally want to do those things, right? I don't naturally want to sit in front of Excel and punch out numbers. That's not what I naturally want to do. I naturally want to go out and talk to people and solve their problems. So mm-hmm. I need to go find those other tasks to be offloaded. So the guy who asked the question about being a solopreneur, what are you? Are you an integrator or are you a visionary? Right. Yeah, Focus on that. And then you're going to be a lot more consistent because you're going to have a lot more fun during the day doing what you naturally want to do. hundred yeah. percent. And to add on to that collaboration theme, you know, uh, when we are, I think what, one of the things that we mentioned before, kind of like crystallized our friendship was, was Dallas. We live at Max Maxwell's event, but I was the only one speaking. Right. Yeah. It was only about me and you guys all came along to hang out. Right. Yep. Right. I mean, support. I think, Somebody I, had to hold your camera, bro. <laughs> so I, I wanted to clap and watch you wear that suit. Yeah, yeah, you look good. So, but I think that's like the greatest example, right? You guys had nothing to gain, right? You guys just want to come hang yeah. out and see your buddy speak on stage. Right. Yep. So I, th- I think that's, you know, the best proof I can think of. That's why we're talking about like collaboration, you know, just taking time out of your schedule, paying for your own airfare, paying for your own hotel. Just, just to hang out. It is weird when you actually say it out loud. Yep. Yeah. We just came to show love, man. Yeah. That's, you know, when's the last time you did that in your town? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Really I think that point. does make make a very big difference to see what else there is. Um, I can't wait. I actually would love to see Elizabeth again. I, I yeah. mean, she's amazing. That whole event was so, so well put together. Um, so the door knocking script that you kind of said earlier, uh-huh. if there was a way you can put that in some sort of a script. The thing is, you're not really you're, a script you're, guy. Yeah, you're, he's saying that... He doesn't like scripts, right? Yeah. He wants you to get in there and be you uh, and, and, and ask questions and, and figure out how you can solve problems. I think that's the script. Yeah. What I'll do is I'll walk through, uh, maybe I'll do a video. Um, I'm knocking doors on Tuesday next week with my team. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some new people coming on board that we just recruited. Um, so I'll go out and I'll actually do some recordings for the first line when you first talk to people because as crappy as the audio is it's nice to be able to hear it and feel what it really feels mm-hmm. like to be on somebody's you're going to hear our footsteps mm-hmm. you're going to hear us like rummaging through our phone or you know our pocket you're going to hear all the raw um audio but i want i would love for people to hear that first 30 second interaction yeah and i can give people all the statistics on door knocking of what it looks like and how many doors you have to knock to get your first deal and all that kind of stuff we can do that in another conversation but if Jamil and I come out to your town, I will, I'll, I'll walk you through all of that stuff. Perfect. Awesome. Um, so I want to uh, wrap this up here, uh, but we already dropped some massive nuggets, but I want to give you an opportunity to leave one last one and you an opportunity to leave one last one as I make a couple of quick announcements. Um, so guys, uh, next month, I'm finishing the year off in New Orleans with Chris Rude for Skillathon, December 6th through 8th. Uh, if you guys want to check that out, it's bit.ly slash 2019skill. And then in April, Jamil and I are going to be in D.C. for Antoine Campbell's Ooh. event. Oh, my gosh. Drip, 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 for the drip, drip, drip event, drip. the double revenue, increased profits. So definitely check that out. Um, and then Max and I, we have our, I guess just to add again, you know, on collaboration. So like Max and I, Max Mendes and I, we have our own business that we have our own coaching program. And I reached out to you. I reached out to you. And I reached out to Jesse Burrell. So guys. 
I have this coaching program. I'm bringing some of our higher level students in once a quarter. Would you guys mind just sitting in the room with us for a day, four times a year? Right. And there was no like, let me think about it. There was no like, I don't know. They're like, hell yeah, just let us know when. Mm-hmm. Not asking for anything in return. That was no. a great sandwich that you fed us, by the way. Yeah, Those were amazing it, it sandwiches. Was Those good were amazing and sandwiches. And actually, I had a lot of fun. I took um, Taylor. I took, took Taylor around to three of my Subject 2 houses that were under construction, and I walked through how we bought it, where the source came from, how we funded it, mm-hmm. and how much money we were making on the back end, showed him paperwork, showed him everything. Dude, I, I would do that for nobody else's students other than you. Yeah, and Max and I definitely appreciate it. So. Uh, guys, we're doing our next event January 10th uh, through 12th. You guys want to check that out, make 2020 your year. Uh, go to disruptors.com and see if the workshop will make sense for you. This coming Friday, so two days from today, we got uh, Cody Hoffine from Salt Lake City. Wow. He's amazing. Um, and then we got Charles Hernandez and Michael Giannis coming in from San Antonio next Wednesday. So be on the lookout for that. Um, with that being said, last thoughts. Um, watch your heart. I think that's the key. You have to really be self-aware and watch your heart um, and be relentlessly truthful about it. Don't make excuses up. Don't justify. If Whatever it is, call it as it is. Whatever you're seeing in there, be accepting of it. It's there for a reason. You're not wrong for feeling a way. You're not evil for, for thinking or getting jealous or any of the things that might be happening. But be relentlessly honest. As soon as you can point your finger on what it is that's like causing you to not have that abundance mindset or not be able to really care or be joyful for other people's success. Once you've identified what that root is, think of the exact opposite and focus there. I love it. That's so good. That's so good. Um, for me, it's unquestionable. Last piece of thing is a thank you. I told you this morning during our run, I said, Steve, you have impacted me and my family so much. I get people like when I when I'm on stage or I'm talking to somebody I go who watches Steve Trang's podcast and if there's one hand and not that audience it's not go, that doesn't go up I'm like you can learn every piece of this business by watching this show yep. mm-hmm. <clears throat> and this show even at even at our level of we're actively doing deals you just from this show and the people from the show that I've been networked with I will make an extra million dollars this year and many 100%. many many more millions right. in the future. You, dude, thank you. You have changed my life and yeah. you've Im- impacted my family's life. Thank you so much. Oh, it's, it's been an honor. It's been an incredible journey. And I think, you know, for you guys that are, that are watching, just to add to it, right? Like you partnered up with one of the guys from the show. Yes. And someone else reached out to you to partner up with you. Right. So two of your partners are a result of this show. Yes. So. Eric Sage, who is one of my favorite people in the world, we own Assisted Living Business together because of your show. I watched his show. I reached out to him. I watched. Well, you texted me and were like, hey, what's uh, Eric Sage's phone number? Right. Yeah. I was like, who knows this guy's <laughs> phone number? I need to hang out with him. Number yeah. one, he liked golf. Yeah. And number two, he was he was doing creative financing. So yeah. I reached out to him, sat down with him, and we became partners. Yep. Yeah. We just, we just, we just set up two facilities that are cash flowing right now and we're like hands off on this stuff and in less than a year I became the guy across the country that people ask me questions on how to run assisted living yeah that came from you isn't that crazy it is it is crazy and I just so the reason I want to add this right like guys it's not just enough to listen to the show it's taking action right so you know I think we're all pretty accessible and so don't be afraid like just to listen just to listen. Right. You can do stuff with this information. So Cody reached out to you after watching the show. Cody reached out to me. And you guys are both crushing it now. Right. 
in that in that partnership. You know what's interesting? So check this out. Sorry to belabor this. Who cares if we go long? Every, everybody knew <laughs> pace on. being on the show, we we're going long. <laughs> so Cody and I sit down in a McDonald's. He pulls out his laptop and he says, I'm great at creating leads. I'm not great at closing. Mm -hmm. He understood what his superpower was. And he says, I need to link in with you. And I go, dude, I just got out of a bad partnership. I don't want another partnership. And Cody, through action, convinced me over the course of maybe two months that he was he has a superpower. Yeah. He's unbelievably good at what he does. Mm -hmm. And he's getting better and getting better and getting better. He pulls out his laptop at a McDonald's. He, he gives me 10 warm leads. And the next day, we're getting deals. I think he made like 40 grand on these deals, OK? Mm -hmm. He went from not getting deals but creating good leads to, boom, making 40 grand. So we get a deal. That person, we bought their house for 110 grand. That girl, her name's Desiree, invested $110,000 of that, all of that money into my subject two business. We went and bought five houses with that $110,000. Crazy. Then, the, then they called me last night. I was with Greg, the guy who you referred me to, who's my business partner in subject two. That same person called me and said, I have another house to sell you. So Cody and I, our first deal together, bro, you're the man. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I cannot thank you enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it is absolutely my pleasure. It's, you know, it's awesome. Awesome to see this, what we've created. Beautiful. It's uh, gratitude, so guys. It's amazing. How can someone get a hold of you? My number one thing is Instagram, and I have my personal cell phone on there. I when Right before the sh show started, somebody called me randomly from um, Maryland has to be Boston because they were saying all sorts of amazing they sounded like, things like chowder. Exactly. He and he goes, Hey, I'm in a living room with a lady named Mary and she's we're having trouble reaching an agreement. <laughs> <laughs> no no introduction. And I go, Hey Mary, this is Pace. How what's going on? Right? So I go through the thing crazy. and I follow up after the phone call and I follow up on Instagram. I go, Was that helpful helpful? And he says, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I literally worked a deal for this guy in the living room huh. with no introduction at all. So if you guys need help closing deals, reach out to my Instagram. My cell phone's on there. Text me, call me. I'm happy to help any way I can. And your Instagram is Pace J Morby. Yeah, I still think you're crazy with that. My, Go ahead. my Instagram is J D A M J I. Uh, follow me there. Follow our company at Keegley K E Y G L E E. Uh, my phone number is on Instagram too. You right. can DM me, call me. Um, crazy. We're like the dudes that reply. Yeah. So um, reach out and 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 I'd like to uh, offer this as well. Uh, I offered it to Antoine's audience yesterday, and Steve, I'd love to offer it to yours. Um, anybody who sends me an, uh, a DM and says they'd like to have like a one-hour strategy session with me or someone from my team, um, no cost. Wow. We, we will sit down with you on the phone. We will we will sit with you for an hour talk to you about your business, run it down, get an understanding of what you're doing, really take inventory of the pro the processes that you're currently working through, what the problems are, and then give you solutions. So if you want that one-hour strategy session with us, DM me on my Instagram. Um, there's no cost, and we'd love to help you. I think that's the best way to end it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank Appreciate you. It. Thank you. Thank you, guys, All for right. watching.